Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Hi, I'm Gary Sinise. Our veterans put everything on the line to protect our freedom. We may never be able to repay them for their sacrifice, but we can show them just how much we appreciate all they've done. You can help by simply sharing your time, lending a warm smile, a supportive hand, or a sympathetic ear to someone who needs it. Everyone can do something to make veterans know just how much we appreciate their service. Please visit www.volunteer.va.gov. What will you do? Welcome to the show. This is Love, Liberty, and Lip Gloss. I am your host, Donna Lyons, talking to you live from Washington, D.C., right here on the Lions Radio Network. And I have just called one of Hollywood's icons and legends, and she's certainly one of Hollywood's most glamorous ladies, Ruta Lee. Ruta, welcome to the show. Oh, what a beautiful, complimentary opening. My goodness. I'm also one of the oldest broads in the world. Donna, darling, it was so good to hear Gary Sinise's voice. I think he is one of our most beloved and most necessary American performers. I'm crazy about him. I'm crazy about what he does. It touches my heart so, uh, probably because I am so involved with the Thalians. Debbie Reynolds and I were the head mamas for all the years she was alive. Uh, We... Uh, our Hollywood for mental health, but and we took care of from pediatric to geriatric patients for 50-some-odd years, and then we switched our purpose and our focus, and we said, you know, that's all fine and good that we're taking care of people that need help, but the ones that are really being overlooked are our returning veterans. So we joined yeah. up with UCLA and their organization called Operation Mend. Operation Mend takes care of the broken bodies, the, the missing arms, the blown off legs, the burned faces. And we, Thalians, take care of the broken mind and spirit and therefore heart along the way. And so I'm very proud to be doing something something for our veterans that return, that need our help, those beautiful young people put their lives on the line every day for America, and then they fall through the cracks when they come home, and they're not taken care of. So I salute Gary Sinise and everybody who gives a damn about our beautiful young people. I know I do, and our organization does, and I thank everybody and suggest that you go to the Thalians, T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S. Thalia, by the way, was a Greek muse, one of the goddesses who also took care of the straying lambs, which seemed appropriate for us to be called. But the Thalians.org, and you can read a message from Debbie, from myself, from everybody about supporting our vets. Okay, I've done my pitch. I'm getting off my soapbox now. (laughs) 
Well, I want to thank you because my husband was, he did 30 years. He retired as a colonel. He's now at the Pentagon. And uh, he, he's, he did his time at, during wartime a uh, couple times. So, um, Does your audience know how you two met? Do they know how he and I met? Uh-huh. I bet there's uh, a romance met... there. <laughs> well, we we actually met online. Oh, like, my God, Donna, that's yes. fabulous. You're one of the success <laughs> stories. Yes. You didn't and you get know what murdered. I have... No. <laughs> you know what's so funny is when he first messaged me, I was thinking, oh, this is – this. why am I doing this? This is crazy. You know, this is back in the days when we didn't have um, – uh, what is it, Skype, you only had like uh-huh. Yahoo, you could talk right. to someone, but but you didn't have all these other platforms. So this is quite a while back. And when he was messaging me, I thought, oh, this is crazy. So I started Googling him and I'm like, oh, his name is coming up on these platforms. He must be someone, you know, he's someone special. And he kept coming up as doing all these great things and doing great things for the people that are overseas. And he's in books. And I saw that he was at the Pentagon before. And I'm like, oh, man, this guy is someone, you know, he's pretty cool. So I've talked to him for a year before I actually went and met him. And and how (laughs) far did you have to go to meet him? Was he in Washington? he was, and I was in California. I'm a California oh, girl. Oh, Lord. Yeah. A long-distance romance. I had one. Did you? Yeah. I, when I first oh. met my husband, he was running a company in, in Dallas, Texas, the Bonanza Steakhouses, and yeah. he had been executive VP of McDonald's. And we and so he was in Dallas, and I was in Los Angeles, and we would meet in some of the most dramatic places. Woo! It was kind of wonderful. <laughs> I'm giggling with delight. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I know, and I am too for you because I know that feeling when you can't see someone for a long period of time and, you know, the phone calls are few and far between. When you do see each other, you want every moment, and it gets it's very passionate. I'm oh, not going to lie. wonderful. <laughs> Just wonderful. <laughs> and, and I'm so glad that I have the beautiful memories because, as as I mentioned to you very briefly, I'm going through kind of a really rough in my life because I I don't know about illness. I normally ignore it and keep going. You know, showbiz, the show must go on. And okay. my husband uh, had a stroke a couple of years ago, which left him absolutely beautiful and fine physically. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. Tall, lean, gorgeous-looking guy. Gorgeous, of and, course. But gorgeous the brain lady. went to lunch somewhere, you know. And it gets worse and worse and worse. And uh, I'm going to re not rewrite, but edit again, and but put another chapter of something in the book, uh, which, by the way, is coming up hopefully next year that I've written. It's only taken me ten years to get it out, Um, but I, I do need to add something about dementia and Alzheimer's and and how people live with it and share my experiences and ask people for guidance and help from what they have experienced. And I cannot help but feel that when, even if it's a half-assed celebrity, has something that they want to share with people that care about them, uh, that it can be very important to to a lot of lives that way, and especially to the the celebrity, him, him or herself, learning a great deal from friends out there in the world. 
Right. Yeah. And now um, you were saying that he has dementia or is it it's actually the start of Alzheimer's? Who the hell knows? Do you? And nobody's able to tell me. <laughs> I don't me. know, because you know what? I don't. People talk about it, and I don't know what the difference would be. I mean, dementia is what Alzheimer is to me. What it seems like. My the caregiver that I have for him was telling me today, and he's more knowledgeable on this than I am. Uh-huh. Uh, that Alzheimer's, they really don't have lucid moments at all. Whereas in okay. dementia, there are very lucid moments that come and go. Hmm. Now, I don't know if that's of help to anybody or not. No doctor that I've ever spoken to has really been able to pin it down for me. So uh, I'm hoping that somebody out there will message me and let me know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and my heart goes out to you. I had a, a one of my best friends, her mom through Alzheimer's and it was just I mean it was wasn't fun to watch and I just felt so bad for them because you actually lose that person before you know they actually pass away they're just yes. on and, and that's the hard happen. part that's the hard yes, part it is. Yes, and it, it can is. go on for a very long time unfortunately yes and that's what happened with them I mean I think it went on like 10 years to the point where oh, they boy. couldn't take care of then had to put her in a home and then to the point where she became incapacitated and it's just a horrible disease so i hope that someday we can find a cure for that or find out what causes it so that we can prevent it from happening and that would be a beautiful day that and uh uh cancer we oh need to my find a lord i cannot right? help but think that there's already you know very very important strides that have been made but i i kind of wish that somehow we could get all of the pharmaceutical people, and I don't put them down. I mean, I understand that it takes millions and millions and millions of dollars in research to do anything. Uh, So I I don't have a big squawk with the pharmaceuticals. Everybody wants to yell at the big pharmaceuticals. Uh, I wish, however, that they would share their info with other agencies and other laboratories um, so that when you pool all that stuff, surely there's an answer in that mix. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, big pharma can be um, greedy, but yet we need these medications too at the same time. So it's a, it's, it's crazy out there. But I want to talk about, uh, well, for, I also want to talk about, you said you're getting ready to go away and you have a home in Mexico. Yes, we've had a little casita in the sky, as I call it, at a very beautiful place called Las Hadas, which is in Manzanillo, Mexico, kind of halfway between Puerto Vallarta and Acapulco. And if you ever saw the movie Ten, that was shot at Las Hadas, which is one oh, of the wow. most beautiful hotels on the face of this earth with a, and a great complex yes. that was put together by a little tiny uh, Bolivian tin king uh, who wanted to do something wonderful on this piece of property that he had in Mexico, and he built Las Hadas. And our condominium is on the very same grounds. We're, we're all on the same campus. And it's so pretty because our condo isn't a high-rise box, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's built into the side of the mountain, much the way they do in Italy and in the south of France where everything looks out in a different view. You know, you're not looking in in, in windows and boxes. And it's just wonderful. And I love Mexico. I love the Mexican people. I wish that Mexico 
would treat Americans as well as we Americans treat the Mexicans. Yeah. Let's put it yeah. that way. You know, yeah. somehow those uh, beautiful deals that we give everybody on free this and free that and, and health and this and so on and so forth uh, is not reciprocal in Mexico. But uh, but I love Mexico, and, and uh, we're going to go. I don't know that we're going to go very many more times with my husband being in the condition he's in. But um, I'm going down and bring the caregiver with me, and uh, hopefully I can sit down and put my feet up and watch the water roll in and, and just look at the view. Oh, I'm jealous. I wish I could go with you. It sounds absolutely (laughs) I would love to. (laughs) I'm gonna. I am going to St. Lucia in January, so I have a couple more months before I get get to take my trip. (laughs) Oh, how lovely! Well, any anything in the islands is just beautiful. The the water is so pretty. The colors are so wonderful. The flowers and the fragrances are so wonderful. So enjoy, darling girl. Enjoy, dear Donna. I absolutely will, and you enjoy your trip, too. I have to ask you, you real quickly, we'll touch on your wonderful career that has expanded so many years, and you've, done, you've been able to work with so many people. Um, what was your, if you could pick one thing that you did, what was your most favorite movie, television show that you did that, that you will always remember, that made a difference to you? Well, several things, Donna, for, for different reasons. My my favorite would always be, of course, my first movie job, which was Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And mm-hmm. what an auspicious beginning that was, you know, to take a little sleeper film and have it become one of the top 100 films ever made. A second hey. one would have been uh, Witness for the Prosecution because of the way I was discovered for it and, and also the fact that I got to work with Tyrone Power and Marlena Dietrich and Charles Watton. And Uh third, and probably the most fun I ever had in my whole life to this day, was being the leading lady to Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis, Peter Lawford, the the Crosby (laughs) boys, uh, in a film called Sergeant's Three. I, I laughed in every single scene we ever shot on that thing because the boys were such fun. I mean, I often peed my pants laughing. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> on television, of course, there were so many wonderful things. And do you know that I guest starred in over 2,500 shows? So you know that I, I really had, while I'm not a huge uh, top-of-the-line star you know, in the world, I was certainly a working actress who managed to work all of her career in one mm-hmm. field or another, either on the stage, on the screen, big or small, or on Home Shopping Network. But my favorite television thing, I think, to this day, is a, a Twilight Zone that I did called a, certain dr- a, a, a Short Drink from a Certain Fountain. And I got to play a real bitch, and it was such fun. <laughs> Bitches are always more fun to play than the goody (laughs) two-shoes. You know what I was going to say? I didn't know this, but I had interviewed Don Wells a while back, and and I did not know this, but Harlan was telling me that you actually tried out for Ginger. Yes, but my boobs weren't big enough. (laughs) Obviously, Tina Louise had bigger knockers. What can I tell you? 
was you know, say and I, I wore a sexy little black. <laughs> it would have been fun, and boy, you could retire from. Although nobody made the kind of money in those days that the kids like on Friends were making. Uh, oh. I mean, if you made five thousand dollars a week, it was very, very big money, you know, and right. uh, not a million. So. Slightly, slightly different. But Dawn is the most dar- darling girl. I'm sure you got to really visit with her. She was fun. Well, it was funny. We were getting ready to do the interview, and she forgot about it. And so I was calling her from the studio and trying to get a hold of her. And I've got someone else trying to call her, and I'm just talking to the guests. I'm going on live and talking. And then she calls in, and she's out at a barbecue at a ranch in Reno and they were raising money for something and she's like oh there's cowboys everywhere and we're riding horses and we're gonna have ribs and hamburgers tonight I mean it was hilarious and I'm like this is perfect this is why you do live radio (laughs) oh how wonderful how wonderful you know I didn't realize I don't think anybody really realizes the power of radio yeah, um, you you are not committed to it. You don't have to sit and look at it. I mean, of course, I listen to television more than I look at it. But right. radio is really something, and you get so much good information on radio. You do, yes. I'm and fascinated. I, and, and, of course, the interviews on radio somehow seem so much more personal. They do. And in our show, because we are internet radio, we are now worldwide. We're all over the world. I cannot believe the listeners from the countries we have. It is insane. We went global well, isn't about that nice. Well, thank yes. you for letting me guess with you and your audience. And, and <laughs> as is the title of my book, I want you all to consider your ass kissed for having me on. I'm so appreciative. And I do not well, apologize for the yeah. title. I know some people might go, did I hear her say that right? Consider your ass kiss. Well, if you're really a goody two-shoes and very prudish, just remember that Jesus rode into Jerusalem on his ass. <laughs> so true and, and, and very wise words. I'm going to have to remember that one. Uh, when can we when do you think you'll have the book finished, completed so that – it, well, it, it's sort of finished, but, but of course I have some rewrites to do, and I haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, and now, of course, I'm looking at it very seriously because since then my best friend in the world, Debbie Reynolds, died, which was a very foolish thing on her part. And um, so I need to redo that kind of chapter and that visit with her in my life. And right. I do want to add a little something to the book about – my husband and um, all the glorious years that I had with this man um, are now kind of disappearing very quickly. Uh, he's still wonderful and still very sweet and still very loving, but, oh, my God, it's those lovely memories are all that I really have left, you know. And right. I'm sure that I, I would like to share that and hope that it does somebody some good somewhere who's going through the same thing I'm going through. So I I have a few changes, and I'm I'm hoping kind of mid-next year that it will be out. Excellent. Well, I can't wait, and I will be looking to Harlan to let me know when this comes out, because when it does, I'd love to have you back on again so we can really promote it and 
get the word out. And I can't wait to read it because I'm sure it is full of some laughs and maybe a little bit of heartbreak and, and people can learn from it, especially with the experience with your husband. So Ruta, I want to thank you so much for taking the time today. I know you're super busy and you're getting ready for your trip. So I appreciate you coming on with me and you enjoy Mexico and your lovely husband. My darling friend, uh, I, you're my new best friend, and I thank you for <laughs> sharing your wonderful audiences worldwide with me. And um, all I can do is once again say thank you, consider your ass kissed, and wherever you are, maybe even in Lithuania. I'm of Lithuanian descent, so uh, achu, which means bottom, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And thank you, thank you, my darling Donna. Uh, may I wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a wonderful Christmas season coming up. God bless you. God bless America. God bless whatever country you're in. Thank you, Ruta, so much. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Everyone, that was Ruta Lee. She is just such a fantastic woman. She is such a powerhouse um, in Hollywood, and she is one of the most beautiful women out there, inside and out, and all the good she does. When her book comes out, I promise we will have her back on again. Um, Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Tomorrow I have on Anson Williams from Happy Days. He played Potsy, and it's going to be a great interview. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Hi, this is Kelsey Grammer. When military service members head into battle, none are expected to face the enemy alone, but many return home and become isolated as they struggle with the visible and invisible wounds of war. It can be difficult knowing how to overcome that challenge and rekindle bonds similar to those formed in the military. Wounded Warrior Project supports these injured veterans through their recoveries by connecting them with fellow warriors and their communities. No one should fight this battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org.